SFFEL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy, because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington, recording on January 26th, and today I am giving more recommendations. We've got two listener questions, plus some feedback from an earlier asker. Uh, And if you would like to send in a question, you should do that. You can, you know, tell us what you like, what you're looking for more of, maybe what you don't like so much. Send that to sffyeah at bookriot.com. And we might answer it on air. I'm not making any promises. I have no idea how many requests we'll get, but you know, it's I'm having a good time. <laughs> so we'll do it for as long as makes sense. Uh, let's see. Oh, and actually, this could be fun. If you're doing the Read Harder Challenge, um, you can ask for SFF Rex for that uh, if it seems appropriate. And if you didn't already know, um, this year is the 10th year of the Read Harder Challenge. It's 24 tasks to expand your reading horizons and diversify your TBRs. And we have a Read Harder newsletter that also includes a paid level with more recommendations, community features, uh, it's a nice corner of the internet. So you can get all those details at bookriot.com slash read harder. Again, bookriot.com slash read harder. All right, let's hear from a sponsor and then we will get into the listener Rex. Today's episode is brought to you by William Morrow. I'll be dead in three months. Come tell my story. Imagine someone told you that. That's what Sebastian Trapp, a reclusive mystery novelist, told to his longtime correspondent, Nikki Hunter, an expert in detective fiction. So with only a few months left to live, Trapp invites Nikki to his spectacular San Francisco mansion to help draft his life story, living alongside his beautiful second wife, Diana, his wayward nephew, Freddie, and his protective daughter, Madeline. But soon, Nikki finds herself caught in an irresistible case of real-life detective fever. Make sure to pick up End of Story by New York Times bestselling author A.J. Finn for a book that gives Knives Out, that gives White Lotus. You'll like this if you like books by Lucy Foley, Nita Prose, and others. So make sure to pick it up, check it out, and thanks again to William Morrow for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Entangled Publishing's Red Tower Books, publisher of the smash hit Fourth Wing. So this book I'm about to tell you about might be the next book talk, darling. It's a high octane fantasy adventure filled with risk, romance, action and sweet vengeance. In it, there are five liars who have five agendas, but only one target. So in Five Broken Blades from author Mae Corlin, the five most dangerous liars in the land have been mysteriously summoned to work together for a single objective, which is to kill the cruel God King June. Each has tasted bitterness, from the hired hitman seeking atonement to the lovely assassin dreaming of freedom, to even the prince exiled for his own crimes. This is a high-stakes game of treachery where the vengeance is sweet, the secrets are delicious, and each page deepens a journey that will keep you guessing until the very end. This also has themes of friendship, found family. You got a little bit of everything in this. Make sure to check out Five Broken Blades. And thanks again to Entangled Publishing's Red Tower Books, publisher of the smash hit Fourth Wing, for sponsoring this episode. 
So let's see. Oh, we have feedback from Tanel, who was the one who asked about campy, cute pop culture sci-fi like John Scalzi. And Tanel says, I read Hench when it first came out and absolutely loved it, but I haven't had a chance to recommend. Nope. I haven't had a chance to read the other two yet, so I'll put them on my list. I thought of a great wreck for Sarah that you didn't mention. Serpent and the Wings of Night by Carissa Broadbent. It's a duology slow burn romanticy with vampires, and Broadbent plans to expand the world and have three interconnected duologies with novellas in between them. Great world building, and it might be one that she's looking for. Uh, Tanel, thank you so much for both the recommendations and the cat pictures. Uh, oh, so good. So good. Love a cat picture. And when you have a double cats in the picture, that's great. <laughs> All right. So today we're answering two new questions because I felt like it. Our first question is from Val, who says, The Murder Bot Diaries are some of my favorite books of all time. I love the high-octane action combined with found family all in a small package. I have tried other high-action sci-fi, such as Nine Fox Gambit, but found them either too long or too dense. I have tried shorter fun action sci-fi, like You Sexy Thing and Station Eternity, but something about these also just didn't quite click for me. I have Valerie Valdez on my radar due to your recommendation, and I'm picking up her work soon. I would like something shorter and punchy that is a fun high-action sci-fi Bonus if it's written by a BIPOC LGBT plus author or if there is a fourth wall breaking element. Such an interesting question to think about, Val. I especially like how you honed in on that fourth wall breaking element. And I think I know what you mean. It's hard to replicate the tone of Murderbot. It's it's a really fine balance that Wells has established there with action and character. And pacing. Um, And so I can see how the ones you mentioned might not have quite done it. Uh, My first thought for you, which you maybe have already read, but just in case, This is How You Lose the Time War by Max Gladstone and Amal El-Motar. That is, it is a novella length, I believe. It's under 200 pages for sure. Um, And it does break some walls down. The structure is fascinating. Uh, And it is sort of an amazing mind-bendy situation. I don't want to say too much. I think that book is best if you go in sort of not knowing anything about what's happening. Um, But I think you could dig it. It is is more elaborate writing than you see in Murderbot, but I feel like the vibes could be correct. And then I thought of Charles Yu's short story collection, Sorry, Please, Thank You. He just sort of demolishes all kinds of walls in these short stories. Um, There's like metafiction and fourth wall breaking going all over the place. And they do have that sort of wry, dry sense of humor in a lot of cases that I think the Murderbot books have um, sort of offhandedly saying things that are, you know, sort of misanthropic, but also super relatable. Like there's a lot of that, I feel like, um, in Sorry, Please, Thank You. And I thought maybe short stories would help. You know, it's it, they're obviously much shorter than novellas, but uh, they do sort of pack a bigger punch in a smaller package. Um, so again, that's short, 
Sorry, Please, Thank You, which is a short story collection by Charles Yu. And then last but not least, I mean, we talk about P. Jelly Clark all the time on this show. And that's fantasy. It's not sci-fi. But if you're willing to give a different genre a whirl, um, I do think those could work for you. I'm not 100% positive, but it might be worth a try. So, yeah, those are my recommendations for a short and punchy high action reads. So let us let me know how we did if you read any of those. And then question two is from Alishka, who says, I would love some badass women or queer people doing cool things in space, preferably something very character driven with an interesting world building. Is there something where Gideon the Ninth meets Kiva Lagos of Scalzi's collapsing empire? Well, now, Alishka, I'm never going to stop thinking about how do you get Gideon the Ninth meets Kiva Lagos in a book. Like, that's a great <laughs> question. Uh, I think I have some stuff that comes close. First is Big Ship at the Edge of the Universe by Alex White. This is just a romp. It's a straight-up romp. Um, it has some of that sort of pop culture feel to it. It's got a treasure hunter. It's got a, like you know, like a Formula One, but in space racer character. Um, there, It's a lot of queerness. It's some really interesting world building because there's tech and tech magic, which is really fun. Um, I just like devoured this book and I loved all the characters and I feel like it is in your alley. It's the first in a series. Um, I haven't read the rest of the series yet, but seriously fun, seriously, seriously fun stuff. So yeah, Big Ship at the Edge of the Universe is my first pick for you. And then Genesis of Misery by Neon Yang. I I feel like you have to have read this because it feels so in your wheelhouse. But if you haven't, this book is bananas in the same way that the Gideon the Ninth series is. Like you're like, what on earth is happening with this world building? And it has some of like the kind of like verging on body horror moments. Um, There's some really messed up complicated emotional relationships much like in uh, Gideon and it is action-packed um, and it does involve space so I think if you have not read Genesis of Misery yet like you must you must get on that you will love it and then Neon Yang is just great like read all of Neon Yang while you're at it um and then last but not least I thought Cameron Hurley might work for you uh the Stars Are Legion, for example, has some of the like weird world building squick that uh, Gideon has, um, but also has some Elliot de Bedard style organic technology and lots of action. And you mentioned de Bedard as one of uh, an, as an author that you've read and enjoyed. So, yeah, uh, Stars Are Legion by Cameron Hurley might be an interesting one for you. And then if you like that, Cameron Hurley has written a bunch of other books. So that would be my next step for you. So there you have it. A bunch of recommendations for our listeners. Thank you so much for listening and for sending in your questions. This is super fun for me. Uh, so, yeah, keep keep them coming. All right. And SFF Yeah is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. Many thanks to her. 
for making us sound great each and every episode. Uh, thank you all for listening. You can email us, as I said at the top of the show, sff, yeah, at bookriot.com. You can review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. It helps other people to find the show. And in between shows, you can find me on Litsy, L-I-T-S-Y, as Jen IRL. I'm also on Tumblr as Jen IRL. And then I am, you know, a couple other places lurking. But that's that's really where I'm posting these days. And I'll talk to you next time.